Welcome to the Yellow Jackets Hive, presented by CordCutting.com. I'm Media Melanie, here with... And I'm Emily. And we are also joined by a very special guest today. We have our patron and friend of the podcast, Alyssa, joining us to dissect these two episodes. How's it going, Alyssa? Hello. Hello. <laughs> buzz, buzz, buzz. Here we are. Here we are. Hello. That's I love right. how you're all decked out. Yeah. I didn't know what to wear. I was like, do we match? What do we do for this? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you nailed it. I actually did wear my spill shirt, which I was wearing on Instagram live earlier as well. I have this one on. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Love that. And hey, for anybody who would like our merch, you can buy it at yellowjacketshiveshop.com. Ooh, I love that mug, Alyssa. That is super cute. And um, for anybody who is not already... Be sure that you've checked out our Hive Hub page. We have a lot of exclusive content for cord cutting, videos, articles, etc. Cordcutting.com slash yellowjackets dash hive. And be sure to subscribe to them on YouTube as well. We just recently did a video on the 10 90s TV shows the Yellow Jackets would have watched and loved. And that one was a lot of fun. So go ahead and watch it. Don't miss it. Drop a comment. Tell us if you agree with our picks. There were a lot to choose from. Yeah. I, I disagreed with one of them. Did you see? Did Did you get my comment? Oh, uh, maybe. Refresh my memory. I'm trying to remember. I think it was, oh, it was Natalie. I disagreed with, the, I, well, obviously she would still watch the show, but I think that Natalie would be mostly having on like MTV. Okay. I could see that. that. Uh, the videos, right? She probably like watched the music videos, which, yeah. gosh, I miss those days of actual yeah. I can't even remember when, like, the last time MTV actually played music videos on their channel, on the channel anymore. There is a channel, isn't there? Isn't there, like, an MTV2 or something that just plays the videos now, I think? There There might be. be. I've not watched it. But speaking of watching things, why don't we run down some other shows that we've been watching? Of course, uh, we've got the strike happening, so we will be encroaching on kind of a show desert here. So we should all inform each other of our or the shows we like as much as we can. So we have a depth of a watch list. Uh, Emily, what are you watching? Well, as I said earlier in our Instagram live, I'm currently watching The Crowded Room on Apple TV. And I guess like the synopsis for it would be a guy tries to shoot somebody in Rockefeller Center in the 1970s. And it kind of shows what happens leading up to that event and breaks down like his guilt in the matter. But it's like a true crime kind of a thing. But it's not I don't know if I would would you classify it as true crime? Yeah. 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 The only thing that's different, I believe, obviously, they can't do everything. But the name is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't. Oh, yeah, it's loosely it. based on a true story, which makes it even crazier. Like, yeah. it's it's a really crazy story. If you Google though, it'll give away the whole thing. Yes, <laughs> so don't. Okay, yeah. I will not yeah. be googling it because I have not yeah. watched yet. It is on my mm-hmm. watch list. I know Emily. We are both actually all three of us are watching Only Murders in the Building. Mm-hmm. We discussed that a little bit earlier as well. Of course, season and American three. Horror Story. We're all watching that. I know you haven't watched it yet, Melanie, but we're all watching. Yes, yeah, we will all be watching. And there's Yellow Jackets mm-hmm. for our rewatch. And so yeah. have you have you Very finished much. the bear yet? No, because I've been so obsessed with the crowded room that like that's taken over for me right now. It's just more compelling, and it's more up my alley. Not that the bear isn't up my alley, but like I'm like a true crime like 
freak. So it's definitely up my alley. <laughs> what about you, Alyssa? What are you watching? Um, have you guys, okay, so I've been on a little bit of a movie binge because I watch a lot of the things that the other cast members are in. So I, I like, okay. I want to kind of go down their resume of things, but have you mm-hmm. seen The Boogeyman yet with, um, No, but I know it's going to be on Hulu soon, so I'm going to watch it once it comes on Hulu. It's so good. I yeah. was like, I was like, oh, you know, just because some of, sometimes those movies, they, they remake them and they're just kind of like... But it's so good. And you know what? Young Nat or Sophie, um, what's Sophie her Thatcher. Sophie, Sophie Thatcher. She yep. just, she's a, I mean, she's the main character, obviously. And then yeah. Vivian, she plays the young, um, the young on Star Wars, the new Obi-Wan. She plays young Leia. Anyway, she's her little sister. But there's something about those two girls. You just want to watch them. It's I don't know. It's so good. So there's that. And, okay. and then I went into um, the other Sophie, Sophie Nelise, so young uh, Shauna. So do you guys remember the movie 47 Feet? Oh, my God. What's the name of it? 47 now? Meters Down. Yeah, 47 Meters yeah. Down. Okay, yes. so Mandy Moore is in the first one, right? Yep. Her and her sister. Well, there's a sequel, and it's on Netflix. You can watch it. 47 feet uncaged yeah i saw the second one not the first one yeah and i thought it was great i mean it's a little cheesy but again these girls like there's there's something just so i don't know they're just so entertaining to watch so those two movies anyway i've just been on this binge of watching their older stuff and then the morning show that's another one that just came out yeah i'm gonna watch that Yes, I need to watch the most recent two episodes, but I did enjoy the first two, and so far so good. John Hamm, of course, is in it this season, who oh, I adore. I so. Do I you watch him oh. all day? I loved oh. Mad Men. I love him. Yeah, he plays That's a total douchebag. I think, unfortunately, I think he is that guy. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> I hope not. I hope I, not do. Probably not. He probably isn't. But I swear, bridesmaids ruined him for me. Oh yes, he was such. He was terrible in that movie. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love Kristen Wiig, so I was like, yeah, extra hating on him in that one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Have you guys have you watched Barbie yet? Have you seen Barbie? Yeah, not yet. I need to go see it. I need to treat myself to a matinee or watch it at home or whatever. Still haven't seen it, so that yeah. is on my Good. list. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kristen, um, no, not Kristen. Kate McKinnon. She's another one. Hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. A perfect choice for weird Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Um, I've just started The Other Black Girl on Hulu. One of my Twitter friends recommended it, and it's a thriller. It's so far so good. I'm on episode two. It's got Bellamy Young from Scandal, who played Melly Grant on that show, which I enjoyed. And uh, it's got a good cast. So far so good. And uh, of course, American Horror Story. But what I'm looking forward to, I talked about this on Instagram Live also, is a show called Found. It's mm-hmm. coming to NBC October 3rd with Shanola Hampton from Shameless and Mark Paul Gosseler, who I love. So add that to your list, everybody. Add it to I your do list. love him too. Emily, yeah. did you see that trailer? There's a trailer for, I believe it's a book and they've just made it into a movie. It, the, is it The Murder at the End of the World? Did oh you- yeah, that's coming I to Hulu. I saw a trailer yep. for that. Yep. Yeah, yep. that looks that really was- interesting. Yep. Yeah, I have that on my list too. Yeah. That's gonna be on, pretty- is that going to be on Netflix? I thought it was Hulu, but I could be wrong. I thought- Box, I, yeah, right? I could be wrong too. Okay, so we'll on, have to look it up. Yeah, it was on <laughs> during the American Horror Story last night. I think that's where that and Fargo. Fargo is another one that's coming. Yeah, back. I remember seeing a, tr- a preview for Fargo too. Yeah, yeah. Hey. 
<laughs> all right. Well, uh, seems like we're all watching something. And of course, uh, Yellow Jackets being one of those things. So before we get into our rewatch and recap of episodes five and six, which of course are, um, why am I drawing a blank? Blood Hive and Saints. Uh, we're going to play Would You Rather. So Emily, why don't you Would You Rather Alyssa? Okay. Would you rather lie to your best friend about being pregnant by her boyfriend or get caught on Molly at a rave by your mom? Oh, God. Tough uh, choice. Right? <laughs> uh, I think I'd rather get caught on Molly. I feel like oh. that's like the lesser of two. Because yeah. you get grounded for a minute, but lying to your best friend, that ruins trust. That's the end. And Especially um, lying about that. Yeah. I mean, it's a big lie. It's a big right. lie. Yeah. 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 So, I think that's a good then, yeah, it would definitely be a buzzkill, but <laughs> yeah. big kill. I think like, I'd go that route too. Yeah, definitely. I feel the same way. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. The whole pregnant by your uh, best friend's boyfriend thing is a little iffy. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive into Yellow Jackets episode five Blood Hive. Emily, give us the description from Showtime. Out in the wilderness, the girls ride the crimson wave and plan a dark art slumber party. Natalie and Misty tame a stallion. On Halloween night, Shauna parties like it's 1996. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. And why don't we just start by kind of like just giving a basic summary or synopsis of the episode. Emily, why don't you dive in with that? Okay. So at this point, Lottie has run out of her medicine to combat what they are trying to play off as something like schizophrenia. Like that's what the medication is for, or so they say. Uh, Relationships are forming between Thaisa and Van, as well as Natalie and Travis. We see both of them kiss for the first time in this episode, which I know there's so many haters on Natalie and Travis, but I love this episode so much just because of like the dynamic between the two of them in this episode. Like the things that Natalie says to him are so funny. Like, ha- like you, the fifties call the, they want your dumbass attitude back. It's 1996. Our vaginas have monologues now. Like she has so many good lines in this episode. Yes. So yeah. their the relationships are that. forming. We see the group hold a seance in the attic, and Lottie appears to become somewhat possessed. Uh, Misty also (laughs) poisons Ben, but he doesn't die. In order to get him to leave her alone, he deceives her by saying he has feelings for her. And I didn't agree with him doing that. I felt like that was a really bad move. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's some things I think you can play along with. And when it comes to MFQ and this situation, agree. No. Definitely like, not not smart. Especially mm-hmm. after the morning wood situation, right? And she's like <laughs> trying to touch his morning wood. I mean, yeah. God, that was so uncomfortable. I yeah. I just every time I watch it, it's just like ugh, just that was sense. as uncomfortable as Shauna and when she's an adult on her daughter's bed with her masturbating. Boyfriend. Yeah, to her daughter's yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. thing. For sure. Just, just icky. Yep. Icky, icky, icky. has like She's no like... sense of boundaries whatsoever. <laughs> and, I mean, Shauna doesn't really either. Yeah, it's funny, it's funny though. It's funny. I mean, the <laughs> funny not funny. It's funny. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. yeah, funny to watch would not be funny to be a part no, of. No, definitely not. <laughs> So then Shauna tells Ty that she's pregnant, um, but it's not really Shauna telling Ty. Ty kind of figures it out for herself because Shauna dips one of the sanitary napkins in the deer blood and tries to play it off as she has her period. And 
Thaisa catches her and she's smarter than that. And she puts two and two together and she kind of asked her if she's pregnant. And Shauna is like, you won't tell anyone, will you? And I thought that moment was really nice between the two of them too, because they, it showed that like, they have a deeper bond, I feel like, than like a lot of the other girls out there have with each other. Like they have like an understanding with each other. Like otherwise she would have never actually admitted to her that she was pregnant. But then again, like you have she might have been thinking we're gonna be stuck out here for a long time. She's gonna find out regardless. So I may as well be honest about it. Um I don't know. I don't know what they went in all in on periods. I love that they represented periods. They did not hold back. I love that even Travis's character, Travis referenced it. And Mm -hmm. I just, I like how they put it out there. I feel like a lot of shows are sensitive towards feminine topics. And this episode doubled down, not only in the period, but then with the um, abortion situation. So, Mm -hmm. or attempted abortion, I should say, but I, I just like that they put it all out there. I yeah. like they go yeah. all in. Nat's yeah. like the menzies. Are you afraid? <laughs> yeah, of scared of our menzies. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love that. that. One. Love yeah. that. Also, oh this, my god, this. Don't you think that this is the episode where um, you kind of have a better feeling towards Trap Travis? Like you, because we all so dislike him so much for the for a while. But in this one's the one where he once he kind of softens up to Nat. You're kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, all right, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, Travis gets so much hate, but especially after season two, like I have a totally different opinion yeah. of him than I had after watching season one. Yeah. Because in season one, like he's a he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been through a lot. You know, the poor guy. Yeah, and of very course. True. Emily, you wrote an article on cord cutting, so everybody make sure you go and read that. Talks a little bit about the polarizing nature of Travis's character, mm-hmm. so that was very well done. Anybody read it? Yeah, yeah. So right. then, next in 2021, Ty finds the word "spill" painted on the front door of her home. She confronts Sammy after discovering a <laughs> container of paint in his room, and he denies doing it and blames the lady in the tree. So. Do do you guys think that like that meant that Thaisa planted the paint there like herself like in that state? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what other explanation is there? I know. I know. Who else could have put it there? I, I mean, Sammy did not do question. it. Sammy no. did not do it. There's no way he would have done it no. and not got you know paint all over his clothes or body or something. But I would think the same with with Ty. Like yeah. I mean, when, was there no paint spillage when they confront him when he, when Ty and Simone confront him and he's standing there with the candy at the table and he's like the the bad one did it. Don't you think that maybe he would he could have said something about it being like a woman that looks like Ty? I mean, they are his yeah. mom. Talk to him. And he just seems evil. That child just seems evil to me. I don't know, especially he's with creepy. he's creepy. Yes. His look. I don't know if it's like how they want us to think about him. I just I don't know. I think probably afraid. Creepy. Yes. Yeah. Right. But he's also drawing pictures of eyeballs and or no eyeballs and like all of the things weird stuff. Yeah. Why? Like that's a good point. Like they took him to a child psychologist. Like, do you think they would have brought those like disturbing drawings up? Like, because I would have brought them up. Or would they just 
describe what this woman looks like or the bad one looks like in the tree? Like, I feel like there'd be more questions. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, although at the same time, if he's like, oh, yeah, mom, it's you. And Ty's yeah. going to be like, what are you talking about? Because she really just doesn't know. So yeah. it's this weird kind of struggle situation going on. Mm. Did she forget that she sleepwalks or did she just kind of bury it and not? I mean, because... Like, when she kind of wakes up, she's like, oh, I mean, it kind of, seems like something you wouldn't forget about, right? Like, no matter I how... I don't think she forgot it. about it. I think she just buries it down really deep and doesn't think about it. Gotcha. Definitely. And then when she bit her own hand, of course, like, you yeah. know, I think that, like, oh. resets her maybe, which is not in this episode. I believe it's in the next episode. Or... Wait, she... I think we doesn't see the hand Or maybe Biscuit bit her hand. I thought yeah. it was Biscuit. I think the yeah. dog litter. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. That's true. Actually, probably when she killed Biscuit and put his head on the altar. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, yeah. Oh. Oof. But yeah, the Sammy situation. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And then later, with her political opponent's attacks increasing, Taisa contemplates dropping out of the Senate race but decides not to. She also sees the man with no eyes during this announcement, which always had me so curious because – the creators have kind of confirmed that he is sort of associated with death. So why are you seeing that in that moment in particular? Why come? Why is it coming to you in that exact moment? Maybe death when of you're her. about to make an announcement about your political career. That's just so weird. Maybe death it's, of her career. Maybe that could be. Maybe it's just a. Maybe he's a symbol of things ending or something. I don't know. No, but then she wins. So, like, yeah. I mean, I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Win, does she win because of the altar and, like, whatever she gave to Yes. It? That is exactly why she I wins. Think. Or, yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we don't yeah, know. None what of us know. We know. will have a chance to talk to the man with no eyes. The actor who plays him will be in an interview once the strike is resolved. So we're very excited to kind of sit down with him. Of course, it was a different man with no eyes season one and season two. But regardless, it will be fun to talk to him when the time comes. So yeah. are you scared? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really great if he actually came in costume. So that way right. he looked super creepy on the podcast. We'll have to talk to him about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hopefully the writer's strike wraps soon. We're on, what, day 70? Yeah, oh. it's... Uh, they're still in negotiations, I think. I think they're still in negotiations, so that's a that's a positive, I guess. The longer yeah. they're in negotiations, the better. That's yeah. true. You know, Shift has a comment. Hey, what's up, Shift? Uh, symbol of all the death she'll bring to others and her success. Now, mm-hmm. that's an interesting way to think about it. Uh, perhaps Phil Bathurst, for instance. Um, yeah. You know, she's crushing him eventually. So, no, yeah. to be yeah. determined. Then Shauna attends a Halloween party where her daughter Callie learns about Adam. The following day, Callie is unsuccessful in blackmailing Shauna. That's one of my favorite scenes of the whole episode when Callie tries to blackmail Shauna. And she's like, have you ever heard of mutually assured destruction? And Callie's like, mm, I invented it. Yeah. <laughs> Little does she know that her mom is the queen of not putting up with any bullshit. And, of course, quickly talks Callie out of that plan. And Callie. everything she said was so perfect. It was yeah. great. Yes, it was. Oh, my God. Who do you think it's going to come to? <laughs> and probably going to be the your age friends. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. 
I did like to see a different side of Callie with that too. I felt like you could kind of see the compassion start to come out a little bit. Uh, you know, yeah. once Shauna started talking about it being Jackie's uniform and not hers and how Jeff and Shauna don't talk about Jackie and, and that sort of thing. It's like the wheels are starting to turn with Callie. Like, hmm, maybe my mom's actually been through some shit, you know? But Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Natalie and Misty gain access to Kevin's mm -hmm. files, and they learn that a ritual was held where Travis was murdered. Natalie calls Thaisa to her motel room, telling her what she had learned, and they then call Shauna to tell her, but learn that Misty had already informed her. And meanwhile, Misty watches through a camera, which, again, I know we talked about this before, but... It always bothered me that Misty calls Shauna at the end of that episode to tell her that Travis is dead. Yeah. Why? Why? Why call her? That's just so – I mean, Natalie already knew, but why Like, why not call Thaisa or anybody else? Why call Shauna of all people? You have, She doesn't really have a relationship with any of them, so for her to call any of them is weird. But, yeah. like, Shauna's like, I told you never to call me when she calls what? her. Do you do you do you know why she told her that? Do you have a theory of why? Not really. My no. only thought is if if which I don't think Misty's stupid enough, but if they find out about the black box, maybe mm, yeah. in her adult years, maybe that's why she's like, "Do not ever call me again because you messed up that's my entire." Life. That's the only thing I could possibly think of, or they just were like, "She's crazy." I mean. Who knows if she's attempted other things since they've been back. Like, Yeah, that's true, too. I thought maybe she might blame Misty for the fact that Wilderness Baby died and, like, held it against her oh, in some way, too. That's possible. That could be. That could be. Yeah. Or maybe something else wild happened out there, you know, related to the rescue or something, and Misty was a factor in something. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we but... still have three seasons, right? Like there's so much st more story to be told. Also, I said this the other day, I was sit talking to someone, people are like, we don't have answers yet. We don't have answers yet. But they, I, I would have loved to have been in like the, the pitch room to hear just like the, just like the overall story of what, because they haven't written any of it yet. Right. But yet what did they tell when they were selling the show? Like what yeah. other plane crash. I mean, I mean, they have a plan, but at the same time, things have also shifted because right. as we know, for instance, Javi is a great example of that. Yep. Adam was going to be Javi at one point and then right. they shifted gears. Now, did they shift gears because the fandom was so suspicious that Adam is Javi or did they just decide to go another direction in the writer's room? I don't I think know. They, I think they wanted to pull one over everyone, honestly. <laughs> They're like, mm -hmm. oh, it's, you know, and the Nat, like Nat or Juliette Lewis, leaving like that was a yeah other one but uh, oh my god can i say my thing what I, I i messaged you guys about this the purple in the beginning right yes okay. oh i just had this like moment where i was like okay in episode one nat at rehab is wearing purple nat wouldn't have wore purple before right like so is it I mean, and if the writers are watching this, <laughs> bring her back somehow. What if that is somewhere in the future? So what if she didn't die? Like, what if it didn't happen? Or what if there's some weird twist? Because she only wears purple after they go to Camp Green Pine, right? Like, right. I just, it's a possibility. It's just, a, I mean... It could be, or it could be like something that ends up being like lost, where it's some kind of sideway plot 
purgatory Maybe. situation. Maybe. I, I don't know. But we know she was in rehab, of course, because Ty did pay for the rehab. But oh, yeah. the purple thing is interesting because Natalie does not strike me as someone that was wearing purple. We see her in Pixies mm-hmm. t-shirts. We see her in fishnets and jean shorts. And um, thieves, she just says she's going to LAX. You don't know where she's really leaving to. So like, I don't know. You know, the ending is so frustrating. But anyway, okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh, don't don't be sorry. We are here yeah. to discuss and spill yeah. all about our theories. Yeah. And we yeah. can never have too many of them. And we have True. endless time to speculate. So yeah. in general, before the next season. Bring that <laughs> back. That's fine. Yes. Um, if she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have a favorite scene in Blood Hive? Definitely when Misty and Natalie go to meet the hacker and she Stallion 99. Light, yeah, she threatens to light his dick on fire to get a yeah. hold of the file. That's definitely my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I try me. <laughs> it was, is me lighting your dick on fire and going to jail worth my getting my hands on that file? Fucking try me. Yep. <laughs> Sounds just like Natalie. Um, a comment I liked, it wasn't really a scene, but when Sean is talking about the book club to Jeff and she's like, it's basically the opposite of a sausage party. And he's like, oh, a clam bake. Just the <laughs> yeah, way that she go. delivered the clam yep. bake line gets yeah. me every time. Like yes. Jeff's one-liners I just yeah, can't. So like, good. he's so good. Like, yeah, the clam bake. So well, good. even when she's like, he's asking about, well, what book is it? And she's like, oh, the girl on the window train of whatever, whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> he clearly knows that that's not the book. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I also liked when Misty messed with the trick or treaters, which yes. speaks to Misty's unstableness. <laughs> In general, I mean, got these poor kids trick or treating in you know a nursing facility or whatever, and she's just gonna unplug the thing and make it look like they're coding. Yeah. And I mean, that's like traumatizing those for kids. Kid. Yeah, yes. they didn't. They didn't even want to be there though. That's what no. she was like, trying to jumpstart something there for them. Yeah. Oh my god. I yeah. the one thing I I liked when they were talking about having the seance in the teens when uh, Laura they're talking about the occult and Laura Lee's like the occult is no laughing matter <laughs> right you know? yeah yeah not the occult Laura Lee it's just a game. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and and speaking of games I think the last time we see the yellow jackets having actual fun and carefree times in the teen timeline was the opening of this episode uh, Emily yeah. as you put in the notes um Montel Jordan's this is how we do it of course they're all dancing and doing a routine and they look so genuinely happy and this might be one of the last times we see this actual happiness yeah on any of their faces they seem to be having fun when the seance starts it's lighthearted and they're joking around asking like did OJ do it and silly stuff like that but once Javi asks are we all gonna die out here it immediately took a, a turn and just went completely sideways and went crazy was it totally. speaking perfect french and i love the moment when jackie and van have an exchange too and and jackie's like i don't know i suck at french and van's like well damn it jackie try not to yeah. <laughs> yep. do you think the knife was making the infinity symbol or was it making the eight you know how that's been speculated? i don't know because I'm more inclined to think it was making an eight just because in the pilot, we see eight people in the general council. Yeah. That makes sense. Your other theory on the knife is that in Travis's death scene, 
that Travis's actual body was mm-hmm. kind of like a pendulum similar to yeah. how the knife was during the seance. And yeah. I feel that, Emily. I feel that. I feel that even more now after seeing season two and seeing what happened with his actual death. I mean, we know there were the candles on the floor that now we think Travis put there himself based on what Lottie saw. But let's also not sleep on the fact that Misty fucking Quigley put that puzzle of those pictures (laughs) together to determine that the wax made the shape of the symbol. And I stick by my thought that Misty would slay puzzles on Survivor, which, by the way, (laughs) premieres season 45 next Wednesday. Um, But how did Misty put that together? I she feel smart. like she had to know something that that Natalie obviously didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Or or she's just good at puzzles too. Like she was looking at the whole of a picture and and, and Natalie's looking more at Travis. Like Natalie's more, you know, upset about what's going on and Misty's looking at it like problem solving more so. Um, Misty actually still wants to be involved in that world. Whereas all the other women are kind of running from it. Right. Too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So she would figure it out quickly because she would be looking for something like that. And she needs that that praise. Or not the praise, but like the that she did it or she helped or whatever. That's, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yep. And an interesting line in here, you know what that probably was. The dead guy's missing fingers trying to make their way home, something Natalie says. And Emily, you asked the question, does this indicate that Cabin Daddy's missing fingers may come into a later plot point? It could. I just thought that was like, they put so many lines in there that are not by mistake. And it could have just been a funny chuckle or... It could have been like implying that he was missing fingers for a reason because he was, wasn't he holding the gun in the chair or the gun was at least next to him, right? Yeah. So I don't know if that, like, if he could have even fired it the way that the gun was sitting and if it would have done anything to his fingers, I have no idea, but. You mean like, like, did he kill himself? Yeah. Yeah. No. Cause the gun would have either like fallen or his head was back though. Right. Yeah. So hmm. it didn't look like he did, though. It didn't look like he had used the gun. Back to the seance again, too, you know, and and the spill, all the spill stuff we get in this episode. Of course, we see it painted on Ty's door and then Lottie saying, you must spill blood or else. And it just, you know, we have the blood in this episode also from the period. So it's 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 interesting that we're getting this, you know, we must spill blood situation coming um, I don't know. I just think her being possessed and the whole French thing is just really bizarre. Like, I, I can't get over it. I, yeah. well, I mean, f- her medication's gone, but it seems beyond, like, a psychotic situation to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, that's where the supernatural portion comes along. I mean, that's a major part oh, yeah. there, you know. But the French thing, obviously, it's where the, where they're located, right? That's, that's true. French-Canadian hunter guy. Yeah. I also think it's really because she did take French and she might have picked up on more than she realized subconsciously. So she might've been able to speak it better, but not to the degree that she was speaking it. Yeah. No. And it sounded like a different voice. Like when you hear people who are possessed using a different voice or something. Um, Yes. Like on the show evil on Paramount plus, which I'm obsessed with, by the way, um, when there's possessions on there, it's typically like a whole different voice. It sounds like, and I got that vibe with Lottie. It didn't sound like her, you know? So yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's true. 
But the whole seance thing, it gets me. It gets me. But who was she possessed by? Was she possessed by... My cabin daddy, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or the spirit of the woods, the Wendigo, right? <laughs> the whole Wendigo theory. Could be. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, let's see. Uh... Talia, I don't know if the directors or showrunners have explicitly stated, but when watching the young timeline, do you think that we're seeing 100% of what happened? That's an interesting question and definitely not. And I wonder if it's from one particular character's perspective. I don't, I don't know. I kind of felt in the first season, it was from Shauna's perspective. It seemed like it was Shauna's story. Yeah, totally. Like being well, told from her journals or something. Yeah. Well, perhaps. they can say too, it's she's the main character. Like the creators have said that in interviews. It's she's the main character. So this is kind of her story. Yeah. It is. That's true. Yeah. That would, that would be interesting though. If say season three comes along and it's more towards Misty's side or like one I of would the other. Love would that. Be, oh my God. Right. <laughs> we and for Perspective is interesting, and we know the adults are not reliable narrators, so that, of course, brings into question the fact that they're probably not reliably, you know, telling us what happens out there as well. So you probably get a different story, of course, from each one of them, and then we, of course, hear the line, you know, it was just us out there from Mm -hmm. one of them in season two. Um, so I don't know, like they imagined it all or something, you know, I don't even think they're remembering it the way that it happened. I think they're remembering it like the way that they want to remember it. Like the cushy version. Yeah. Like the, what really happened. Cause I mean, when they're in the, um, in season two, when they're in the, the hut together, they're like, do you even remember what, like they were sitting there trying to remind each other of a story. You would not forget that. Okay, I'm sorry. If the three of us were out in the woods and we had to hunt each other and eat each other, we would not forget that. Right? <laughs> we would like, not. You would bury it. Yes, absolutely. And you would never want to speak of that because, oh my God, right? But yeah. So they're just, yeah, their minds are, no, they're totally lying about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Also, they, they say at the very beginning, they're like, we promised we would never tell, you know, like nobody else. They, so. I forgot my point. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all up. good. Yeah. Let's look at the music from episode five, um, which is Blood Hive. Of course, we open with This Is How We Do It, Montel Jordan and Wino. That dance routine just gets me every time. Yeah. Like, I, I just love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, we have Emergency, Sophie Tucker, Novak, Yaks, X, and we have Freak Out, Night Lapse, and Bambi. And I've got to say, I love the music from the show, but this episode and the next episode, there weren't a lot of bangers that I was like, no. oh, this is the 90s. I love the music. Not as much as the earlier episodes, but. I do love This Is How We Do It, though. This Is How We Do It is fantastic. That's the no. highlight musically of the entire show. 100%. That's the only thing we will completely disagree on. That is one song that I am like, no. Every time it came on the radio, I was like, nope, nope, it's nope. Turn the channel. I know. I don't get it. I don't know why. I know it's a classic. I get that. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason. Every I think Montel Jordan's also problematic. Maybe I feel like something happened with him. Um, specifically, I'm not sure what, but I, think I did use DJ Weddings, and I worked on a radio station, and so that was something that I had to play a lot of. So that could also have something to do with it, you know, just like yeah. that. Sense. And how many other dances? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Okay, I, when they're when they're she's like, when did hitting anything ever? When did hitting anything ever fix it? And then she's like, ooh, ooh, blow on it. 
When, <laughs> oh, the, like, like you would blow yeah. in an old Nintendo cartridge. I don't know. For anyone yeah. who played Nintendo in like the 80s or 90s when it wasn't yep. working, you would like take the game cartridge out and, and yep. blow on it as mm-hmm. if that helped. I mean, it did help, but yeah. it did help. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, right. not wrong about blowing on it. So <laughs> I don't know about okay. it. Right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Let's move on to episode six, Saints. Emily, read us the show description. The Yellow Jackets tangle with the birds and the bees, navigating love, lust, and DIY surgery. In the present, blackmail bunnies and an icy reunion. Misty prepares for a surprised house guest. Oh, yes, she does. <laughs> yes, she does. And this episode opens up with some major 80s nostalgia. Of course, we see Lottie mm-hmm. in the backseat of her parents' car. She's holding a My Little Pony, and she screams, and then all of a sudden, there's a fatal car accident right in front of them. And this yep. is the point when her parents are like, okay, we might need to do something about this. Yeah, and when you overhear her parents having that conversation with each other after that happens, the way that he talks about her it yeah. makes it sound like it's not the first time that something like this has happened like he says she's sick she needs to see a psychiatrist that's the end of it so this can't be the first time that there's been an instance like this in their life yeah agreed definitely not and now of course her medications run out in the wilderness and we see her hallucinating like the deer with the bloody antlers and whatnot that was a little bit jarring to see do you think that her seeing that deer was her seeing the future in a way? Mm-hmm. Of yes. them yeah. getting the deer in the hunt. I mean, yes. very well could be. Yeah. Well, because, wait, was- I mean, the deer that they kill has we're shutting just like that. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, to see her telling the future in the backseat of the car with the car accident, it plays right into one another. Yeah. Is there that the deer was. that has the maggots in it? Yes. Remember. Sure mm-hmm. is. So I wonder if, because you know how her um, premonitions are sort of like bad fate. I yeah. wonder. If, hmm, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Just bad. I, don't know. I mean, it yeah. makes sense seeing like the bloody antlers and well, like what is even all over oh, all well, over yes. it. What no, is no, no, that no. on the antlers? By the way, the antlers are shedding. Yeah, that is that what it is? Year. Is that what? Oh, okay. That's what I didn't know like. that. That's what shedding yeah. antlers looked like. Yeah, it looked it. like blood. Yeah, it looks really gross. Like they actually bleed though. Like well, that's... they're furry. Yeah, it's like a skin. It's like there's fur on them, and that it like antlers do not look like when they're on a wall. Like there's stuff that's on yeah. them. So that's why bucks like they hit the trees and they like they try to. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I mean, gosh, my my pair of shiny white <laughs> antlers back here is all polished and beautiful. I just you know I don't like to picture oh, yeah. them with like blood and stuff on them, but um yeah. Wait, so you're real? right. Could be telling the future. I think so. My husband randomly got them from some like job they feel real i think they're real i'm pretty sure they're real they look real i found antlers i found a thing at walmart the other day can i say walmart i don't know um yes 10 bucks can i grab it do we have a second yeah go grab it go grab it (laughs) shift do they do that yearly and it looks horrifying they do that yearly and it looks horrifying it really does look horrifying yeah yeah and it's funny like you just said shedding the antlers and i didn't put two and two together Ooh, that's a nice looking one so yeah, but this is fake. So you can get this at Walmart for <laughs> fifteen bucks. But it's just—it's a Halloween. You know, if you go into like the skeleton section now, I can't—I press so hard to get these things back in. Anyway, they come separate if you want to make like an outfit or something. And it's like, oh, oh cool. Fifteen dollars decoration. Add it to your <laughs> circle. Um. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um. 
And then, like, with the whole deer antler shedding situation, um, Lottie ends up telling Laura Lee about it, and that turns into a whole situation. Yeah. It sure does. A baptism. Yeah. Which is... That baptism was very interesting, too, with what Lottie sees during the baptism. Yeah. I sure was. Think about it. Like she goes into the tunnel, the candles, all of the. Well, first, I mean, when she sees the halo, that situation, like at first you think she's like, oh, she's holy, and they're trying to make this happy religious situation, like she's Jesus or something. But then. Then the explosion comes, of yeah. course. And again, it's another instance of seeing the future, the predicting predicting is- what, you know, what is going to happen. And then, of course, she's down in this, you know, underground whatever, which, of course, led the entire fandom to speculate about the underground mines, underground bunkers. And yeah. now we know there are underground we'll caves. we'll ever see that location that she sees in that vision? Do you think we'll ever see it in real life? Probably. I mean, it's the I second time – so she's had a thing with an underground situation because we saw it with the underground ghost plane mall situation in season yeah. two True. as well. So it leads me to think there's something else underground, maybe not just the caves. I mean, yeah. why else would they be doing that? And didn't we talk about black candles versus white candles at one point too? Yes. Oh, at the very end of her vision, Right before she sees the fireball behind Laura Lee's head, the candles look like they change from white to black. Oh, good catch. I didn't notice that. Wow. And they used black candles in Travis's death scene, correct? Yes. So that's interesting. Like the light versus dark aspect of it. I'm not sure how it connects, but I wonder if the candles that they use in the seance were all white. Um, Shift has a good point too. (laughs) Where the fuck did all the candles even come from? I mean, we know the guy was stockpiling ammo, but the candles, they did have candles in the cabin, right? Also, they did. Yeah. Did the black candles bring the Sanderson sisters back? (laughs) <laughs> the same <laughs> right because the black oh no that's a black flame candle no that's black, a black yes that's black my bad. yeah it's still a white candle so see the cinderson sisters weren't bad <laughs> pardon the jet that just flew by yeah. a second ago Oops. nothing i can do about that um okay and then in 2021 nat and ty tell shauna what happened to travis but of course she already knew which, mm-hmm. again, to your point, Emily, why did Misty call her and tell her that? Yeah. I don't know. I, it's just I, so strange. Yeah. Unless, like, do you guys Travis have- and Shauna develop more of a relationship that, like, we have yet to see? No. Do you think? No. no. I no. can't see that. Not in that sense. Not, it. like, no. a sexual relationship. But just- even friends, like, yeah. they just are not the same. No. I don't know. What if... You know how well there's those books, right? That Adam has. What mm-hmm. if what if there's something to do with some someone was telling stories before? What if what if Travis was telling stories? That's how the books and then he wanted to go off the map and that's why he changed his name because he didn't want to be bothered anymore and so maybe there was a falling out because the story was being told. I don't know, maybe something to do with the books. But yeah, him changing his identity is just crazy to me in the first place. Like, there has got to be something specifically that triggered that because it just doesn't make sense. Unless, unless Travis and Nat, because they were so volatile together, right? Unless he changed his name to get away from her. Because you know how, like, 
did he go to rehab too? And like, they were so bad together. Plus he almost killed her when they got together in the, the last one, when we saw she was the queen, maybe, maybe he changed it just for the relationship purpose so that she couldn't find him. Maybe. I feel like her overdose and almost dying, like could have been a reason why he decided to go away from everybody. Yeah. It might have like pushed him over the edge because he didn't want to live that kind of a life anymore. And Thais, like you said, Alyssa, and Thaisa says, like they were so toxic for each other. Right. And that was like the height of their toxicity yeah. with each other was that overdose. Well, see, and that's why she was so adamant that he wouldn't kill himself because, oops, she almost overdosed. And then so he could have been that upset that she almost died. So why would he kill himself? So death was a serious topic between the two of them. Yeah. So of yeah. another point. And then he went through all the trouble to change his name. Why is he calling Lottie over there? You know, I mean, it just, there's just, again, so much that doesn't make sense. And Emily, you're working, or actually you just finished, hasn't been published yet, your Lottie the Liar article, which will be coming mm-hmm. out on cord cutting. Ooh. So that will be interesting to explore. Kind of the unreliable narrator situation. So everybody yeah. be on the lookout for that on our cord hey. cutting live web page. It's fun. We need more. We need more everything because we're so limited right now, you know? Yeah. All I get to see it on Instagram or just when when um Teen Tai, Jasmine, um, she's always posting the day, which day it is. That's how I only yeah. know what day it is. I'm like, oh, we're there. She's good about posting too. She yeah, is. every day. Every day. Uh yeah. Hopefully it resolves soon. And it's Sammy's birthday. Happy birthday to her. Sammy had oh, her. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yesterday. yesterday. She turned 27 or 28? 27? 28. 28. She's getting married too, right? She mm-hmm. is. Yeah. She had her bridal shower and she had yeah. some of the cast attend, which was a super cute photo. I love to see that. It was adorable that Melanie was there. Oh so my God. Cute. So cute. <laughs> oh, I love that. I feel like she's like their team mom in a way. Totally. <laughs> totally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, So another interesting thing from this episode, I think, is the fact that we see Sammy in the backseat of a car, very Mm -hmm. similar to how we saw Lottie in the backseat of a car. Oh. And that is not an accident. I mean, first of all, I feel like they're setting up Sammy to kind of be like the next generation of Lottie, right? Um, I don't know, just, just a thought. But it's kind of like a one-two punch. Emily, what is your take on this whole backseat similarity situation? Maybe the drawings were visions that he had or something. Maybe. If if Ty has this supernatural element to her story and he is her child and he inherits any of that from her, either dreaming it or having visions of some kind, I don't know. It's, It's a possibility. Because how else would he come up with these ideas? Who would tell him about things that would create drawings like this? Right. And you always believe children. Watch the boogeyman. (laughs) Always (laughs) believe children. Yes. (laughs) That's right. I mean, you never know. And they have younger, um, less impressionable brains than we do because we have all these preconceived notions about how things are supposed to be. But kids have this sense of innocence where they just kind of see things how they see them for what they are. They tell it how it is. So, I mean, they do lie, though. You two have kids, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can lie, but you can usually tell. But big things, I just, you know, I don't know. But the Sammy Lottie backseat thing just makes me really question 
what's going on with Sammy and whether or not it's similar to what happened with Lottie as a child. And of course we know how that ended up for her as an adult. Yeah. Mm. It's very true. Or do we, or are they (laughs) back to season one, episode one? They're really just at this place. I'm just me. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, it's fine. I mean, we are here to speculate. Um, Of course, Ty and Simone want to make an appointment to bring Sammy into a psychologist, very similar to how Lottie's parents did. So there's just so much mirroring between these two things. Like so much. Yeah. Where are they? Do you know where they're at? I mean, I mean, Sammy and Simone. Well, Simone, we know where she's at. I mean, now at this point. Oh, we don't know because we never Mm-mm. got any closure. We don't know where Steve is. We don't know where <laughs> Sammy is. Is Simone still in the hospital? We surmise, but we don't know who's taking care of Sammy. And is so. Biscuit's head still downstairs or in the basement? <laughs> That's a good question. Oof. Yeah. And is Steve's head going to be there next? Which, of course, is another <laughs> consideration. Um, you know the picture of the dog being like, like, and with looking when she's holding, when Tice is holding Steve, and there, there's a picture that's been floating around forever where Steve's like looking at Biscuit's head in the picture. I'll, have <laughs> yeah. to, I'll find it, I'll send it to you guys. Oh my oh. God. And then just tagging onto that situation, of course, at the end, oh. uh, we, we see Ty eating the dirt in the teen yeah. timeline, but then we also see Ty as the woman in the tree at, during this episode at, at the end. And it just kind of ties together that whole, um, like, first of all, the eating dirt. Do you guys think that that's like a pica situation where her body's deficient in something or something else? I think it was just a very weird thing that she did in her sleepwalking state. I don't think that it has anything to do with her being like deficient in nutrients or anything like that. I think it would be supernatural, if you will. Okay. For for teen or adult though? Because I think for teen. for teen, okay. yes. Yeah. I teen, it's she's eating it because she's lacking the nutrients. But adult, okay. I think she might just be going back to whatever she used to do. do right? you she's been in a tree before. I mean the wolf situation, yeah. she was up in a tree. So she's like yeah. obviously comfortable climbing trees in her sleep. So yeah. Lottie wakes up in the middle of the night and it almost sounds it almost looks like she hears something. And that leads her to go outside. And that's where she sees Taisa eating the dirt. She asks Taisa about it the next day. And Taisa says, like, what the fuck? I can't do crazy right now. Brushing it off. Like, I would never eat dirt. That's insane. Yeah. Do you think that because of the way that Taisa acted about it, that Lottie may have assumed that she imagined it? Oh, maybe. Like, maybe it was another vision or she just thought that it was something that she's, like, she can't trust her own thoughts anymore i never considered that emily that is very smart i think that could totally be what it is i love talking through these things (laughs) because that could that could definitely be interesting she never brings it up again after that no and we don't see ty doing it and it just goes along with this whole theme of being an unreliable narrator lottie Mm -hmm. especially i mean we know they're they all kind of are but um yeah 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 Mm. Okay. That is an interesting theory. Who'd have thought eating dirt would have been so speculative? <laughs> right? <laughs> Everything is speculative when it comes to yellow jackets, everybody. It's true. Every it's single true. thing. Yes. Uh, other things happening in the adult timeline. We have Natalie and Kevin. Um, they develop feelings for each other and they have sex, which is 
good for adult Matt, right? And um, of course, that doesn't end up great. And we know where poor Kevin Tan ends up in season two, which makes it even harder to watch that whole situation because you know you're just in for more heartbreak. And he's a good dude and he's a dad. Mm -hmm. He is a good dude. And that whole situation where Nat was at his daughter's soccer game, I mean, that I feel like is very triggering for her. Oh, yeah. Having to go back to a soccer field, because I've got to imagine that's probably the first time she set foot on a soccer field since the whole rescue. I'd be curious, did any of them end up ever playing soccer or any sport again after that? That's a good question. Were they seniors? No, were they juniors? Oh my god! I think most of them were supposed to be seniors. Okay, yeah. so they wouldn't unless they went to college, played ball or something. I think Thaisa played soccer in college. Okay, she, I, I'm pretty sure she says that she did on the show. Gotcha. So we know at least Thaisa plays again, which doesn't surprise me. No, no. <laughs> which well, we know Shauna didn't like soccer because right, she did yeah. just Jackie. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so she probably never touched a soccer yeah. ball again. Or when they're rescued, they may never want anything to do with soccer again because that's what took them there in the first place. Yep. Or just go back to their original, you know, you know how sometimes maybe they're like, oh, we're back, even though they had to go through all of the, well, we'll we'll find out whatever happens. We will. We've got our friend Keith Board now joining us. Hey, how's it going? Going great, Keith. Thanks for joining us. Always appreciate you buzzing in. Uh, we just did a collaboration with him last week on different shows we're watching. So check it out on YouTube. And uh, back to the episode. Let's see. Um, favorite scene in this episode before we get into a little more of the discussion points. What was your favorite scene in this one? Oh, actually, Emily, yours we haven't got to yet. So. Tell us what it is, and then let's talk about it. My favorite scene was the brunch scene where Jeff sticks up for Shauna. (laughs) When he finally opens his mouth and defends her to Jackie's mom, who is just awful. I cringe every single time I watch that scene. Yep. Especially when she's like, the truth is, you just can't be remarkable and raise a family. Like, that's so degrading. Her mom is such a bitch. Like, the, yeah. just a, a terrible person. And the fact terrible. that Shauna still goes over there every year just speaks to her guilt. Because there's no other reason why a person would put themselves through that unless they had yeah. all of this guilt. And good good for Jeff for finally telling them the truth, too, which I appreciate what, what do you think Jackie's parents were told happened to her? Oh, she just died in the plane crash. That's all. But yeah, they did not. Nobody, obviously, they're not going to tell her she was eaten. Or or they lost her. Well, no, because they would have recovered her bones because her bones would have been there. Maybe she burned in in the plane. The bone thing is interesting because people are saying like, you know, did they... Did the rescuers notice the knife and fork, like the like marks, the knife marks on her bones, right? And yeah. I just doubt that anybody would have very specifically told Jackie's parents, like, oh, we recovered your daughter's bones. By the way, super weird. There's all these like knife marks all over her. Don't think that I that ever came out. I can't see them even going as far as to recover her bones in that situation. I can't because they've already been through so much trauma at that point that I don't think that they would subject those girls to like help take me to where you know her body is or something like that. I can't see them doing that to them. Right. So I feel like her remains will be left there. And, or we don't know where they're going to be rescued yet either. So we know that 
Nat is going to be a part of their rescue. So who's to say they don't leave the plane and just like that, leave it as a burial site because of everything that had happened. But and they never even see it. Yeah. One thing That's I was true. Saying, it's interesting how they go every year to celebrate Jackie on her birthday and have lunch, considering they ate Jackie for lunch. Oh, yeah. the irony. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Yeah. Dustin Smothers. I doubt they were CSIing that stuff. And I mean, they did know the unauthorized like skin in the game. And I do think there would have been a lot more information out there on them being cannibals had the rescuers communicated that information to the families or other people. It would have gotten out. I mean, people suspected they were cannibals, but I don't know that there was like actual proof of that. I don't think there was actual proof. I think it's just all speculation because how else are they going to survive? People died and they may not have been honest about how they died or what happened to them after they died. So people are going to make assumptions. Right. Well, I mean, I would. The plane crash (laughs) Mm -hmm. happened too with the other guys and the other guys were cannibals from the other team. Remember how they referenced the other team? So that the, the, um, Right? They didn't they reference the other team that crashed the Andes? Yeah, the Andes plane mm-hmm. crashed. Yeah. So they probably just assumed it's the same similar situation. So maybe yeah. that's where they got it from. That could that's be true. Yeah, yeah. That could be. So some other fucked up things that happened in this episode <laughs> includes uh Misty taking Jessica Roberts hostage and yep. kidnapping her in her basement, which is very interesting. And I'm surprised Jessica Roberts let this happen to her. She seems yeah. pretty smart and savvy. So maybe we're suspending disbelief or maybe Misty Quigley just is just that good. Or did she want to be caught by her so that she could get her talking like how she started to, but didn't realize how smart Misty was. And it's interesting when Misty calls her on the phone and says something like, oh, your plan isn't working. Like, what was the plan that these two had together? I mean, did I miss something? Uh, like, what were they planning together? What's What was the plan? No, she was, no, no. When she said that, she was just, she was threatening her, wasn't she? I think she was just implying that her trying to get more information about them wasn't working out. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Think it was they were planning anything i think it was more yeah. of that. okay because when i was watching him just like it just sounded weird like i got this just that they were working together which of course no. they weren't but i don't yeah. know okay i just am no because she was spying at, spying on them at the restaurant mm-hmm. when, and then she and was then technically she, spying on natalie right yeah and yeah. then misty was spying on natalie and jessica yeah and so she warned her oh wait i'm no sorry i'm crossing the telephone call with the restaurant situation so but, still. but at the restaurant, she is spying on Natalie, and then Misty is spying on Jessica and Natalie yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I love the spying scene when Misty is watching Natalie's hotel room with her and Ty, and she's, like, eating popcorn, watching them <laughs> like she's watching a movie. Yeah. I yep. just – I can't get over it. Can't get over it. I love that. Yeah. I'm love you. Yeah, and then she's <laughs> the candy. She's doing the candy at one point while she's watching. Isn't she doing Jessica Roberts' dad's candy or something? Yeah. She's injecting yeah. it with – Fentanyl. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. But oh my God, my favorite scene is the phantom moment. That is my the best of the whole of that. Yes. When she's in the car. Yes. And she's, and she's just like that music. Dun, 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 dun. And she's just like, she just jabs her. That. And she's like, ah. <laughs> it's the greatest. That's 
my favorite moment of this entire episode. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Another interesting question is why was there initially so much tension between Nat and Shauna? Like what mm-hmm. happened between those two? Because they saw each other for the first time and it wasn't like a friendly reunion. No, not at all. Natalie's like, how's Jeff? Is he still hawking futons? Yeah. And Thaisa very much comes in and is like, all right, we're not doing this. Not after everything we've been through. Like, we need to stick together. We need to have a plan and we're going to get through it together. And they both are kind of like, all right, well, yeah, that makes sense. But when they first see each other, it there's a lot of hostility there. And maybe there is. Maybe she's just jealous. Maybe it's like a jealousy thing. Or maybe she's like disappointed she went back to Jeff after having the baby. That could be. But but it could just she, be that he's with she went back to Jeff. She's living She got like, a normal life essentially. Yeah. And she was not in rehab. She's living like the life of a soccer mom, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. Who, so. who isn't Natalie pissy with, honestly? <laughs> so I mean That's everyone. True. Even Kevin Tan, who she really likes, she's kind of that way with, too. So that does make sense. Of course, this episode, too, we saw Natalie and Travis have sex in the teen timeline. But the condom question with Coach is something that we still haven't had answered either. Like, why did he have so many condoms? We now know he was, of course, with Paul before the crash. Why did he have all the condoms? What's the deal with that? Was he just going on, like, some sex binge? Yeah, or I mean... Just bring them to have on hand in case he thought anybody might need them. I don't know. Maybe. For a girl's trip. For a girl's sex <laughs> trip. Well, you never know. You never know. Yes. Oh, speaking No, of- I think they were for him. I okay, do. so he was just gonna go do it. I mean, it sounds like now we know he had less experience than Paul. He was very much, like, in the closet, comparatively. Yeah. So maybe he was just going out for some to get some more experience before he came back home to Paul. I don't know, but it's a lot of condoms yeah. for sure. It's also the 90s and gay men, and who knows? Who knows? That's true. That's a good point. Just so many things. So many things. Speaking of things we don't know, we see Shauna holding a fucking postcard in this episode, which was um, Natalie's postcard, by the way. But we still don't know, of course, why Shauna didn't get a postcard, which many people think it's because Jeff sent them and he didn't want to send one to his wife and alert her to the situation. But I, along with Emily, and I don't know about you, Alyssa, still think that somebody else, there's another survivor out there and they sent the postcards. There's books, too. Who is telling the story? So someone it's something someone who i thought maybe ally could have been somebody that was telling a story oh. because she was supposed to be there and i could see her capitalizing on the fact sure, that she was supposed to be there and, and she was in that first episode like with the reporter jessica yeah but what is she telling i mean if there's a whole book based on i mean is that what the book is like she, i was supposed to go but i broke my leg you know like, <laughs> just mm, no. Unless she acted like she was told the story by someone. Maybe. God, who no, do you think no. it, if if you could choose a character to come to be the hidden or the the surprise character, who would you want to come back? Ooh, I'd like to see Coach Ben come mm-hmm. back. Like I would love nothing than an angry Coach Ben to emerge from the wilderness and like Surprise, bitches. Exactly. Surprise, bitches. That's exactly the line we need to hear him say, too. Yeah, maybe. I would love that. But I I do think Akila could be a renowned plastic surgeon as well, and I wouldn't be surprised if maybe she showed up. I don't know. Yeah, I hope so. I like her character. Yeah, same. I mean, with all, right? Except for Mari. (laughs) 
Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, even though we like her, but she's just mean. she's a little on the snarkier side of things. Yeah. 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 Speaking of snarky people, Jackie's dad makes a comment and says to Shauna, "And you're the mother of such a special little child. Does that mean they know something about Callie, who's of course very snarky, that we don't know yet?" Emily, what are your thoughts on that? Snarky, Shauna. I I don't know what to think, honestly. It's a weird thing to say, I feel like, and because I don't think that they have a relationship with Jackie's parents outside of this dinner that they go to every year. So they probably don't know anything about Callie. So to make a comment like that when you don't even know her, what makes her so special? Like, do well, they don't know about Wilderness Baby. Like, there's no way oh. Jackie's parents know about what No, this they do what, not know about What if they just, you know how they talk so much about Jackie? Like, how special Jackie was? Maybe that's just how they talk about their children. Maybe they're, maybe it's just, your ch- our children are so special. Like, Except for so you, Shauna. You, you're a fucking weirdo. Right, yeah. Apparently can't <laughs> you're not them. good, Shauna. Yeah, right. But... <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, saying that from a mother's perspective. I, yeah, except for Shauna, right? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> um, something else interesting. Nat was willing to give up and sell her Porsche in order to keep their secrets from getting out for this blackmail. So they're very clearly desperate to not have the blackmailer put this information out. Meanwhile, yeah. Ty's like, I'm not really in a good place with my wife right now to be like, you know, co-signing for a $50,000 loan or whatever. But the easy manner in which Natalie steps up. I mean, that speaks mm-hmm. to her being a leader. Of course, she becomes the leader at the end of season two, and perhaps she stays that way throughout. Maybe she's the antler queen throughout. Um, yeah. Or as we've speculated, the antlers could be passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alyssa, do you think it will be a different antler queen moving forward? Or do you think they'll take turns? Do you think it'll stay Natalie? What do you think? I I hope that it stays Natalie because she's the seems to be the only one who has her like their her right mindset in a sense. Yeah. But I think it's gonna be passed. I think people are they're gonna someone's gonna do something along the way and they're gonna have the moment of being the queen until the mm-hmm. next like I feel like it's gonna become part of the ritual somehow. Right. I can see that. Yeah. What do you guys think? You think it's gonna be Nat or change? <sighs> I think it could change, but I think that it could also go back to Natalie again. Yeah. She could be dethroned, but possibly step back up again at some point. Because I very much think that Natalie is responsible for them getting rescued at this point, just based off of like context clues from things that the women have said about her, and especially a line that Taisa says about her in the seventh episode about how they wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. So. It Do you think- makes me think that Natalie was the reason behind their rescue in some way, shape, or form. You guys said earlier about them having the hostility towards each other. Do you think that the hostility is because Shauna is going to take her queenship, <laughs> queenness? Oh, Shauna was maybe. super salty. She was super salty about the fact that she didn't get chosen. Right. So she 100% thought she deserved it. But you know what? That saltiness and her being up journaling about it late at night is what saved their asses from that yep. cabin burning down and engulfing them all in flames. So yeah. in a way, they should also thank Shauna for being bitter. Yeah. If she wasn't awake, would they have been able to escape the cabin in time? I don't know. I Probably, probably not. 
No, probably not because it was all, but mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, you know, like, what is the, it's like if you set, like, put mice or rats in a trap and you set it on fire, they're going to chew their way out or something. Like, it's a scientific thing. Yeah. So maybe they would, some, one of them would have figured a way out. Then they would have right. been cool. Yeah. Uh, I think this episode for me, I think the most powerful thing that happened was the attempted abortion scene. I mentioned it earlier and you know, it was very difficult to watch mm-hmm. much like the episode of key, the childbirth episode. I actually have not been able to rewatch that. It just, yep. it just hit me in a different way yep. and it was a lot. And, um, I've of course rewatched this episode, but I just always appreciate that they shed such a light on abortion and the difficult nature of it, uh, how dangerous it can be and how hard it is to come to that decision. And then of course, Shauna changed her mind and, and her and Ty, Ty being willing to do that. I mean, I love my friends. I love my friends, but I honestly don't know if I was in that situation, if I could have could have done that. I'm getting goosebumps even like no talking way. about it. I just I could never. Oh, can you imagine Wait, are you, being in are that? You, I did, this was an inappropriate would you rather, so I did not add it in no. there. But like I was like, am I, I'm like, oh my God. You know, yeah, I could not about a would you no rather. Way. No, couldn't do it. I mean, if it's life or death though, for you, I mean if you want to live, or are you saying that you'd be which who are you who are you saying that you'd be? Or neither, obviously. I would never be able to help my friend do that. No, never. I would never never be able to do it myself either. I don't think I could do it either way. Like for, it just wouldn't be a consideration. I would, I wouldn't want to like kill myself out there, but I think that killing yourself in a different way would actually maybe be better than attempting to do a DIY abortion. Like, I don't know. I mean, it sucks. sucks So much can go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't know what the heck they're doing at all. No, no clue. But I I understand what they were trying to do. And I'm not defending it either way. Obviously, it's terrifying altogether. I just feel like I don't know. I don't it's that's a really so bonded because of that though. Sure. They have much more of a connection, I feel like, than a lot of the other ones. And Mm -hmm. and good for the show for putting it out there and just bringing that raw emotion to it. I mean, Sophie Nelise has just done some incredible acting throughout both seasons. And the fact that she didn't get the Emmy nomination just the whole show got burns me. I can't believe how much they got shit on with the fan with the fans, with the people, like the promoted. I just cannot believe. We, there were what three nominations and that's it yep and they're like what costume which is great that's great i'm glad that they at least got nominated but this is season two like again and this season was huge they promoted the shit out of it like it just mm-hmm. they were robbed they were yeah. they were robbed that's yeah. just the bottom line i and think I, yeah, there are some shows yeah. that are out there that are just like the moneyball shows that just totally knock it out of the park but this show is so good it sh- this should have been like the underdog show that should have came in and won everything. Honestly, yeah. really should have been. It really yeah. should have been. And you know, just one more like final, I guess, note like random on this episode is the animal representation. We see the owl with the diffuser. Uh, we see oh, yeah. the um, bunnies at Jackie's house, which I think is just so interesting. The whole like Jackie thing. Jackie makes the comment about bunnies are basically just squirrels with a fluffy tail. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, we have the wolves and whatnot. We see Biscuit barking at this wolf outside that you know Thaisa mm-hmm. is imagining and I just think it's starting to really come together with all this 
animal imagery. Alyssa, what really brought my mind to it was looking at your background of your adorable huskies back there. Oh, and it reminded yeah. me of the wolf. So. Oh, right. Yes. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm yes. just, I was like looking, I'm like, as you were naming them, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Also on that really <laughs> great piece of merch, which uh, by the way, you can yeah. buy at yellowjacketshiveshop.com. That one's really cute. Of course, it's, we are what we pretend to be. And we use some of the animal masks we saw in season two. But every time I see the owl diffuser, it just like reminds me of, like the mask and the animals. Hints of Yulang Yulang. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yulang Yulang. Yep. Oh my God. Misty yes. Quigley. Gosh. Who? Well, she is like the one of the best characters of all time. Television. Oh my gosh. All time. I love her. I've loved her from the beginning, yep. both Me teen too. and adult Misty. I don't even know which one I like better. Maybe <sighs> teen because she's more unhinged, but not really because adult Misty's almost more unhinged than teen Misty is. So. It's just all her yeah. quirks that Christina Ricci does. And then, like, you think that you're going to have a favorite from another one, but Misty always wins. Like, she's <laughs> always the best one. Like, she always wins. Favorite, but I love Melanie Linsky. But I, you know, it's just, it's so, we just love them all. It's so good. We the do. Whole so good. Anyway, it really is. It is so yeah. good. And of course, we are be will be continuing our season one rewatch and recap. So this is episodes five and six. So next time we will do, of course, seven and eight, and then we will do nine and ten. My personal favorite episode from season one is Doom Coming. Yeah. Freaking love it. Everything mm-hmm. about that episode. And you know what? I think when we cover it, I'm gonna do a costume for it. Like I might just like Ooh. dress up like Doom Coming, which is not cosplay well you know maybe it is cosplay and i shouldn't do it i don't know what do you guys think is that i don't want to you should do do anything like you know with the strike but i also feel like it might be nice to honor the episode by like adorning myself with a flower crown or something yeah i don't know i don't think there's anything wrong with that no or if if you don't if you if you don't dress up you can always go to the showtime right and get the doom coming sweatshirt this one is fun I have like that's true. Back. Actually, I have a Doom Coming shirt. Yeah. You know what? I have that exact T-shirt. I have yeah. the T-shirt, just not the hoodie. I love so that I could just wear that. That yeah. makes sense. I almost wear this one, but this one says "Ask the Spirits" on it on the back. That's right. Which is perfect for the seance. Oh, that's I chose cool. this one. Yep. Yeah, I, I was like going to wear your guys' shirts, and I'm like, but it's the seance shirt, so uh, yeah. No, you're I, totally on brand, which is why, of course, I wore my yes. spill, because yep. we saw the spill painted yep. in this episode, yep. and, and we hear spill a lot, so. And then I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to promote your guys' shop, so I was like, well, I'll bring them down just in case, and it's kind of cold down here, so <laughs> even though it's 80 degrees out, yeah. Yeah, we really appreciate your support, by the way. I try. Speaking of, well, thank, I just want to say thank you for letting me jump on this with you guys tonight. And I have a, I have something special for you. So I messaged you guys a while back ago, which I know I messaged Emily, but Melanie, I don't know if I think so. Maybe. Anyways, so I have a small gift for you guys. I hope you haven't gotten them yet. But remember when I showed you? Hold on. I got the sunshine honey. Remember, I found this the sunshine. Oh honey. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Playing cards. And then yes. there were the, um, the, the pins. Comic-Con pins, right? But I, I couldn't find all of them, but I at least found you guys the playing cards. So I have playing cards for both. Aww. Oh, they're really you. sweet. So I, I'll send them to you. With but your- the question is, do they have the queen cards in the deck? Okay. So when I first <laughs> opened them, the funny thing is I was like fanning through them and then I didn't even see it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God. It just, like, it came out on its own. It just, like, appeared. It was crazy. And it 
it was right there. Yeah, she's cool. Oh, so they have the nice. eyes crossed out then. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I and like that. And then so cool. The, the deck is actually like everything. Well, sorry. I'm like, what do I see? It's like the man with no eyes. God, where's my camera? There we go. Oh, those are cute. Yeah, they're fun. There's like mushrooms. Anyway, I won't give it all away, but yeah. So these Thank are you. Stuff. Yeah. yeah thank you so much. Yeah. Love did, you, that. you didn't get them, did you? Um, did you find them? Did no, find them? I didn't oh, find good. them. No, I, I don't have them either. So that's awesome. You know what I forgot to do, by the way, was go over the uh, music from episode six really quick. Oh, that's my um, bad. Oh, my God. Wait, what's your bad? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> this is my bad because I forgot to bring up the picture. But we have oh, Munich from the editors. We have Love Comes Close from Cold Cave and Overture by Andrew Lloyd Webber, Phantom of the Opera, original London cast. And for me, the Phantom of the Opera was like the best sound. I love that. It's mm-hmm. so fitting. Well, and it's such a 90s musical. It's so, da, 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 you know, I just, I picture Misty every time. She like the jab and then just the look over. You know, yeah, yeah. I feel like what she says after Jessica Roberts wakes up when she's like at the top of the steps. Yeah. Good night, sleep tight. Yeah. Don't let the fact that you're a terrible person keep you up tonight. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, Misty has some good lines, um, but overall, lines. these two episodes, the clam bake thing from Jeff is like probably my top thing. I just like I oh, laugh out loud every time. I keep meaning to infuse that into real life if sausage parties are ever brought up, <laughs> but like, no, I think that's like a term that's fallen out of favor maybe so i don't yeah. hear that often but as soon as i hear the word sausage party you better believe i'm bringing up clam bake you guys yes just make sure it's the right audience yeah. that's right i know okay. yeah i always gotta be careful from the audience yeah. you're that's at a sure. baseball game someone's like sausage and you're like clam bake. No. <laughs> <laughs> get your sausage here oh clam uh, bake oh inappropriate yeah. not right. in the workplace right. <laughs> good call um well hey Alyssa, we cannot thank you enough for joining us of course you are one of our patrons you are also one of our friends and we just love connecting with you and chatting and all that and uh Thank you for all of your support and for joining us today. It's always fun getting fan perspectives. And uh, for anyone else who'd like to join our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash podcast. And we do create some special content for you guys and have some perks and some fun stuff. So check yeah. it out. It's yeah. the best. It's the best one. There's a few out there, but this is the best one. You guys get the interviews. You get the people. You know, it's the best one. Well, I'll be the you. Well, we work hard. I mean, we definitely work hard. And hey, you know what? If you like us, you can always drop a review on Apple or Spotify. Yes. Throw five stars down if you feel like we've earned it. You know, yeah. we don't yes, mind we good reviews. That. And yeah. I'm like, where? Like, because, you know, you guys have all of the, the social places. I'm like, I'm trying to, I like, okay, yep, I saw this here. Yep, I saw that there. <laughs> Yeah, we're on TikTok now, too. We have a TikTok. We're trying to kind of step up our TikTok game. Um, So that's exciting. Look for us on TikTok as well. And Mm -hmm. uh, our friend Vine, actually, who I was supposed to shout out at the beginning of the show, uh, Vine's Cabin on Twitter and on TikTok, helped us out with some clips for the TikTok we made for cord cutting, which is going to drop relatively soon. So shout out to Vine. Vine is awesome. Um, She's been kind of involved in chatty with us from the beginning and we just really appreciate her and uh yeah. her enthusiasm her help she came on and met Nuha, and she also read the eulogy that she wrote as misty quigley delivering uh to crystal which was really cool too so Vine's cabin on twitter she's great we love her yeah 
Yes, we love everybody. We love the entire Hive and all the fandom. I mean, we appreciate you guys so much. And of course, if it wasn't for all the fans out there, then we'd have no one to create content for. So, (laughs) (laughs) but again, we do have a little bit until season three comes back. So we're going to be dropping all kinds of different various creative pieces of content, videos, written articles on cord cutting. And uh, we're going to cover some other shows as well, which we've talked mm-hmm. about doing from. We just have not had the time because we've been doing so many other things and uh, possibly evil on Paramount Plus too. So yeah. for those of you out there who haven't watched that one yet, check it out. It's good. You guys, you mentioned on, on Patreon, you said you were looking for ideas too. So if people had ideas to send yeah. them your yeah. one thing. I was thinking since I went down this whole, like their resume, all of the actors and act- their resume, you should do something like a highlight reel of some of the stuff that they've all been in. Like yeah. some people. It's funny you say that because we were literally just texting. So we have our meeting with Cord Cunning next week and we pitch them different ideas. One of the ideas we're pitching is like an article or video on where to watch the cast members and other places. So yeah. Um, I think for the adults, we could probably do a separate one for each adult, especially ones with longer resumes. Uh, For the teens, maybe we just do it all in one. Not sure yet. But that's a great idea. And great minds think alike because we were also going down that path. So Mm -hmm. thank you. This means you got to pull the trigger. Yeah. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. We will definitely add that one to the list. And um, yeah, everybody send your ideas our way. We love ideas. Um, We try to kind of think outside the box with some of them and we just appreciate you guys consuming all of it. So thank you. All right. I'm going to hop off so you guys can finish up and do your thing. So all right. Sounds good. Of course. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you soon. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was fun. It's always nice getting a fan's perspective, too, because, I mean, we, you know, of course, have our own theories and thoughts, but, gosh, it's nice infusing all different brains into the mix. It is. It's the best when we all get to theorize live together in real time. Shift said he just did a Jasmine Savoy Brown marathon, and it was awesome, and she's been in some pretty amazing stuff. I still actually need to see the most recent Scream movie, which I've not seen before. It's good. It's good. Uh, Scream is one that I will watch every time. Uh, the original Scream is one of my favorite movies of all time. I just love it. It's it's so good. I mean, it's like cheesy now, but it's so good. Uh, it's just a classic. Yeah, I've got to watch the recent one. I need to go watch Barbie, which of course does not have a Yellow Jackets cast member. Just something I need to watch. So That's a good one too. Yes, it is. Um, one show not to watch really quick before we sign off wilderness on Amazon prime. I just did my watch this Wednesday warning on it yesterday because it was not good. It was very trashy. I watched hate watch the whole damn thing, all six episodes and just going to throw it out there. Don't waste your time. Okay. I won't waste my time. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Watch something else. Just do it. (laughs) Some people think it's juicy. Mm, I don't think so. I like a good thriller, but it just didn't do it for me. I like the guy that plays the husband, like, in the other stuff that he's been in. Like, he's great in The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Really good. He was also in Surface on Apple TV+, and I, I hated his character there, and I really hated it in Wilderness, but he was really good in Haunting yeah. of Hill House. I think he was in The Invisible Man as well, which I actually did not see. Was he good in that? Did you see it? Yes. 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 That's a good one. Hmm. 
Um, you're welcome, Shift. Uh, he said, thanks for saving me. I almost started that. Yeah, don't <laughs> waste your time. I need to finish Impulse, too, on YouTube, which has, of course, uh, Sarah Desjardins, who plays Callie yeah. in Yellow Jackets. So I could talk about TV all day, but before we're here for a full hour and a half, which is a little longer than we normally go, we will sign off. Yes. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you. And until we spill again.